Welcome, one and all, to episode 256 of Signals from Mars. I'm your host, Victor. And for this episode, I welcome my good friend, Jeremy Weltman, Mr. Patron's Pick, to discuss new music, new releases from June of 2023. And yeah, I know we're a little late, but music is still great. It's still there. Enjoy. I'm ready. Let's do it. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting recap of of a month of new releases for a month. And this time we're touching upon June 2023. Joining me, as usual, is Mr. Patron's pick, Jeremy Weltman. Jeremy, how are you? Yeah. Hi, Victor. Doing well, thanks. Yeah, really good. Um, trying to catch up on all the uh, the latest music <laughs> that's going off over the summer and just about managing it. Cool. Yeah, so um, so on July 27th, we're recording a recap of the albums that came out in June. <laughs> but, uh, you know, life gets in the way, and unfortunately, we couldn't record this sooner. So uh, this is one of these things where I hope that all of you guys not only enjoy the episode now, but as we keep talking about how we may need refreshers at the end of the year for our picks for our end of year show. So uh, Jeremy and I are here to give you the the cliff notes here, the 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 cheat version, the the cheat notes. I don't know. Did you guys have cliff notes in the UK? Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't called that, but yeah, cheat notes is yeah. Cliff notes for those that don't know, they were yellow and black books that uh, pretty much summarize those long books that. Uh, you were assigned to read in a, in a week when you were in high school. So you bought the Cliff Notes version for like $3. And instead of being 200 pages, it was 30 pages. So um, so there you go. Anyway, these are um, signals from Mars notes. How about that? <laughs> anyway, all right. So let's jump on into this. June 2nd, we had new albums from Foo Fighters, Rancid, Avenged Sevenfold, Buck Cherry, Rival Sons, Dieth, OK Goodnight, Grave Worm, Thantafaxith, I guess how you pronounce that, Glory Hammer, Witch Hazel, uh, EPs from Code Orange, Bring Me the Horizon, Stained, um, Omnium, Gatherum, Pupil Slicer, and reissues from Clutch, two from Tomahawk, live albums from uh, Hollywood Vampires, and compilations from Lanadale and Suffocation or Suffocate Faster. Excuse me. So I think out of all the weeks we're going to talk about, this is the one that's probably the most loaded out of all of them. Mm. And we may, I'm looking at this and I, and since looking at this list earlier today, I've been going back and forth as to one of two albums being my pick. 
and uh, thinking, can I have a tie? Since uh, last month, there was a, a week where neither one of us picked any. Can one of these slot in there and have an extra? But uh, what's your take for June 2nd? Mm. It's very interesting you should say that, Victor, because I, I'm wondering if they're the same albums that I'm going to pick out here. Because I thought also it was a very good week for albums when I wanted to mention two in particular. So here's the first one. It's the new book, Cherry Album, Volume 10. Okay. Um, so there are obviously now 10 studio albums in since 1999. And a band that I've actually come to really love in recent years. Um, okay. Their latest their offering doesn't disappoint either. It's um, it's quite a mix of well-produced punky, but, you know, the usual sort of melodic tunes that you're, you're familiar with, all rounded off with the sort of, you know, the very distinctive vocals of Josh Todd. There's even a cover of Summer of 69 on this by Brian Adams tagged on at the end. And um, whether it is or not, though, is, is academic. It's, it's a very good record. I really liked it. But I'm going to really sort of pip it with um, the other one. And it's um, the first of two albums this year by Rival Sons. So Dark Fighter is their seventh studio release, I believe. And it's um, going to be followed soon with a, another album called Lightbringer. Okay. Well, it's more it's more of what you you come to expect from the California band. Uh, they emerged on the scene in 2009, as you know, and there's lots of Led Zeppelin influences on this. The opening track, Mirrors, has that. Um, there's uh, track two, though, that had my hair standing up on end, really. It was Nobody Wants to Die, sort of real good sort of up-tempo rock and roller. I really like that one. Uh, and there's more, you know, Guillotine and Horse's Breath, which I think you like too. I think we've mentioned this in the past. And then there's this draw, jaw-dropping closing track where the vocals and guitars are really pushed to the limit on a real spine-tingling classic. And, you know, th this whole album, I like the production on it. I like the, you know, it's very raw, it's full of energy, but I think it's very sort of well-balanced album. I think it's probably one of their better ones that they've done and it's definitely my pick of the week so it's rival sons with dark fighter um those aren't my two albums but amazing <laughs> <laughs> but uh one of them is a buck cherry i really like the song within i believe it's called um i've been playing that song a lot uh, i like the album i like volume 10 but for me the two that I have to uh, talk about. One you touched upon, which is Rival Sons, which Dark Fighter is just an amazing album. Uh, I couldn't have said it better. I think Guillotine and um, the first track is called Mirrors, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I keep playing the hell out of those two. I honestly, those three tracks that I just mentioned, those two and the Buck Cherry, kind of the three of them get played almost back to back um, with this short list of songs from this summer that I have the short playlist. Um, the other one that I really like is the rancid album. Tomorrow never comes. I'm an old school rancid fan, uh, was really resisted getting into them, saw them live and I thought they were fantastic. And it's one of these things where you see a band live and they, you don't understand the hype and then you see them live and you're like, okay, now I get it. And, and that's what happened to me. This is, in my opinion, their be their best album since um, Outcomes Outcome the Wolves. Yeah, is that the name of the album? I'm I'm screwing this up. I bet. Um, the exciting part of the show. Typing on 
Google. Oh, and Out Come the Wolves is not the album that I'm referring to. It is the album after. It's Life Won't Wait. Life Won't Wait is my the last Rancid album that I really got into. And this is like hearkening back to that. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, I was going to say a tie between this and the Rival Sons, but since you've already picked the Rival Sons just to give people something else to check out, I'll pick the Rancid. How about that? They're both, in my opinion, equally as good. I'm going to have to check that one out. I don't think I actually heard that one. So, yeah, that's okay. great. I'll, yeah, It's a mix of uh, punk, ska music, um, done really well. So, June 9th, we have the new album by Extreme, new album by Godflesh, Scar Symmetry, Chakra, Gardner and James, Ray Alder. Stellar Circuits, False Memories, Art Nation, Legion of the Damned, The Defiance, Rise to Fall, Eudon, I guess it's how it's pronounced, The Soiled Doves, okay, McFly, King Hal, EPs from Alex Lifeson's band, uh, Envy of None, Glass Casket, Reissues from Alice Cooper, two from Alice Cooper, both Killer and Schools Out. Uh, Romstein, Bush, Incubus, The 69 Eyes, and El Nino. Also released three issues. Compilations from Rat, The Atlantic, the Atlantic Years Box Set, Joe Satriani Rarities, and Grand Slam, Slam Anthems Box Set. So real quickly here, something that I... I forget if I touched upon this on my Patreon show or if I just mentioned it in the group, but uh, had the rat Atlantic years box set in my hand, had that in the docking one. And I asked the guy at the record shop that I was in, are these re remastered at all? Are they remixed? And he said, no, they're these same old, you know, CDs that you've always, we've always had by them. And I'm like, Oh, pity because the, you know, um, Rock Cherry or what's yeah, Rock Cherry's the label that reissues a lot of these. They really did a great job with reissues by both bands. And Rhino Warner Brothers just gave us the same old, same old. Kind of sucks. But anyway. I would have picked one or the other up, especially on vinyl. But uh anyway, June 9th. What what stood out to you? Yeah, well, I, I checked out initially the album Inception by Art Nation. It was a fairly typical fare, I think, from Frontiers. It was, I mean, it's one of their heavier melodic bands, and they're they're not bad. They're they're pretty good, but they're they're still a little bit fairly generic. So um, I also checked out the Thirteenth Studio album Invincible by the Swiss band Chakra. That had some nice riffs on it. I must admit, it was a slightly tinny production. Though, you know, I'd be quite happy checking them out on a festival bill. They're, they're, they're a pretty good band. I'm going to mention the new album from Extreme. I, I don't know if you'll go, you could probably go take this on in a minute. I'm not, a, I must say, I'm not a, a, a massive fan of the band. And I thought the new one was okay. But while there's, you know, there's a few good songs on it, some really good songs there, but there's certainly not enough for me. Um, it's not my cup of tea, really. And I think that, 
you know that the, they're not rocky enough I, I think all the way through so I you know I wasn't that keen on it my pick of the week is actually the sort of offering that uh, you yourself and signals and mark from Mars are, are noted for really it's a it's what you call a, a very decent but largely unheard of band it's uh, kick hunter I've okay. not really I've not really heard them before and the album is called now or never they describe themselves as a heavy southern rock band and of course yes you'd never guess they're from hamburg in germany <laughs> so, <laughs> but don't let that put you off um this is for leonard skinnard or dead daisies fans um especially the vocal sound it's very like john karabi at times and what really shines for me is the you know it's sort of the upbeat tempo of most of the tracks there's some very good you know, good riffs on it. It's a real party album. It rocks. Uh, and it put a smile on my face, you know, when I was listening to it. So, you know, I thought, yeah, that's my um, my pick of the week, Kick Hunter. Wow. Okay. I didn't even remember posting that. I post so much stuff on there, I forget. And uh, I probably posted that close to two months ago. So, <laughs> um, if not longer. For me, it's the extreme, and I understand why you don't like it. Um, there's a lot of this album that sounds like the project that uh, Gary Sharon had after Van Halen, which was called Tribe of Judah. And Tribe of Judah was a hard rock. It was industrial hard rock. There's a lot of industrial type sounds on six i personally really like this album they went in a direction with it that i didn't expect and for those that are getting caught up in the whole nuno slash and um richard fortis thing with all the fanboys saying oh write a decent solo nuno yeah listen to six he's got some pretty explosive stuff on there so I don't think anyone can knock him for his soloing prowess. If we're just stuck on wholehearted and more than words, um, you're probably not stuck on fall to pieces, November rain and sweet child of mine, right? You can acknowledge that slash has recorded more music besides a few ballads. So kind of the same boat in my opinion. So for me, it's extreme for you. It's kick hunter. All right, cool. Let's move on over to the 16th. We have new albums from Queens of the Stone Age, Fifth Angel, Government Mule, Joel Hoaxer's 13, Church of Misery, Royal Thunder, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, Vulture Industries, Vi Jesus, Vipera, Vipera, I guess, one or the other, Arkan, Witch Skull, Alt, Speed Limit, Mammaridge, Stardust, Creeping Death, Frozen Land, Pride of Lions, Roger Reynolds, Dysomnia, Diminish, She, Lurk, EPs or singles from Metallica, River of River of uh, Nil or Nile, however you pronounce that, Degreed, Reissues from The Offspring, live albums from Motorhead. Compilation from, or compilations, should have been live album from Motorhead and compilations from Five Finger, Death Punch, Nail Bomb, and Finger 11. What stood out for you this week, Jeremy? 
Yeah, I felt that this was a week that I was really struggling to pick something really, you know, that stands out a lot. I mean, I listened to Crash of Life by Joel Hoekstra's 13. And this is the third album, as you know, for, for this project of his. To be honest, I was a little bit underwhelmed by this one. I mean, there's a few songs on it with some appeal that sound, you know, very like Whitesnake or Inglorious, those sort of bands, that sort of um type of music i mean he shares the songwriting duties on this one with the with vocalist girish pradhan who as we know is starting to become the new ronnie romero i mean he's, <laughs> he's, uh, he's lending himself out a little bit um i mean he's got a good voice but the vocal mix i thought was very too far forward on the album and it's definitely nowhere near the strength of the previous album running games which i really really liked i thought that was an excellent album uh, and then, unfortunately, I went downhill after that. And uh, the only one I'm going to mention, I went on to the power metal concept album, When Angels Kill by Fifth Angel. I know you've had a lot to say about that as well. <laughs> uh, I mean, they've released two albums in the 80s, and now they've released a couple, you know, after reforming. Um, I mean, at times, there are echoes of Firewind or even Man of War in style and substance on this, but there are some very annoying narrations in between the yes. songs. Oh, my um, Yeah. I mean, it, to be honest, you know, a lot of, some of the tracks are good, but it you know, never hits the heights of the previous release that they did. Yep. Uh, overall, overall, it's very silly. Um, it's a shame because uh, obviously the band can play a bit. So, I mean, overall, I suppose I'd pick Joel Hoekstra's 13, but, you know, it's not um, – I don't think it's going to feature in my end-of-year top 10, let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the the Fifth Angel. The album before this was, was so good. Uh, there's a song called yeah. – um, we will rise, which is really good where the singer that's no longer in the band, he was singer guitarist. I don't remember his name right now, but he sounds like Ronnie James Dio on that track. It just sounds so good. And there's another song queen of thieves where on this album on where angels kill, they kind of, they mention the queen of thieves and they mention all these things from their previous albums. I was like, okay, weird, but all right. And then finally, when I get to the spot, you've heard me mention this already on the Patreon podcast where all the signs were there. Fifth Angel told us on their album, like, really? This is how we're going to play this? Mm. And that totally killed it for me because no, no one is fucking discovering your album in 200 years and saying that, oh, Fifth Angel knew it had we have only listened. Now, if you're telling me the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, someone like that, yes, all right, I could, I could, I don't think so, but all right, I could kind of buy it. But fucking Fifth Angel, like you're saying, I mean, they were, they were known for having um, Midnight Lover, I think, is the track. Uh, the riff was played on the Howard Stern show all the time and on his TV show. Outside of that, they were known for covering Lights Out by UFO and Ken Mary for going on to play with Alice Cooper and all these other bands. He's now in Flotsman Jetsam as well, but it's just kind of hokey. This week was kind of hard for me as well. I'm a really big Queens of the Stone Age fan, and in Times New Roman, I started listening to it again today. I haven't listened to it since. And it still hasn't grabbed me yet. Some of their albums take a few listens to to get me, but um, I listened to that. 
when it came out, I listened to the Royal Thunder, which was okay. The singles that they had released were were kind of all right, but they all kind of sound of samey. Uh, all is a industrial hard rock band, really throwback to '90s alternative rock. So there's some okay songs on it, but a lot of filler, to be honest. I mean, not bad, but just not enough there to to catch me, you know, to catch my attention. Similar to what you're saying, I'll probably go with the Queens of the Stone Age because I'm sure that at some point this year it'll it'll click. Uh, there's one song that I really like off of it, I think, called Paper Machete. But outside of that, there really isn't anything that's caught me. It's it's good, but it isn't anything that's great. That's what I'm getting at. So, all right, June 23rd. Not a whole lot of releases on June 23rd. But there were releases from Jag Panzer, High Priest, Pyramaze, uh, Pyramaze, however you pronounce that, Vexed, Creptation, I guess, <laughs> the the Anchorit or the yeah the Anchorit, Belt Fed Weapon, Off Road Minivan. How, how do you? How do you go from belt-fed weapon to off-road minivan? I mean, those are like two <laughs> complete extremes there. Uh, degrees of the degrees of truth, wizard tattoo, Phantom Corporation, live kill. She have Phantom Corporation twice. EP from Pilar, two reissues from Fear Factory, and it's essentially two albums that they use their current drummer. They had him record over Drum Machine and Gene Hoagland on the other album. That, to me, kind of makes no sense, but okay. A uh, live album from Power Trip, was with, which was also already a record store exclusive. A compilation by Gary Moore as well. Uh, something being a record store exclusive, it kind of annoys me that they mass release it because you think you got something special because this has happened to me a million times over the years. I'm like, wow, I've got this album that nobody else, none of my friends can get a hold of. Oh yeah. Wow. They're releasing it. Bastards. Mm. Uh, but okay. They're prerogative. Jeremy for you, June 23rd, anything jump out at you? Yeah, actually I had a few more this week than the previous week. I, mean, I, I had in at the deep end by midnight city, the band from Nottingham in England, where I'm okay. from, of course. Um, they, I quite like their previous album, it's you can't scratch that they released in 2021. And this is now their fourth album since they formed fi- only five years ago. Wow. Um, it's more of the sort of eighties throwback hair metal, but they, you know, they do it very well. And, um, you know, unlike steel Panther, there's no swearing, there's no endless sexual references. It's not taking the piss. I mean, it's a real homage, you know, to the great bands we loved at that time. So, uh, you know, I like it for that reason. Right. And I also listened to the album Bloodlines by Pyramaze. Uh, they're a progressive power metal band from Denmark. In fact, somebody asked me this week on Twitter about Danish bands, and I mentioned a few, and I didn't mention that one. So if that person's listening in to this, then that's another one to add to the list. I enjoyed quite a few tracks on that, but it you know, wasn't so memorable that I wanted to pick it for, for the actual one this week. The one I'm going to pick is uh, the album Misery Loves You by Beneath the Hollow. 
okay. uh, the metal band from Chicago. What, what I like about this, um, what I like about the band, they seem to, you know, really combine progressive and, you know, melodic elements into their very sort of brooding, doomy, death-style metal. And I think it all works really well, you know, largely due to the fact that, you know, they sing instead of shout on it. So, you know, I'm not a big fan of the growly vocal and I like, you know, proper singing with it. So in what was, you know, a fairly lean week, I'd say that that was my pick. Okay. And for me, it would be uh, Invocation from, I think that's how you pronounce it, Invocation, yeah, by High Priest. So you actually got a taste when you logged in. I was listening to it. And um, actually, a real cool album, uh, throwback band, uh, retro uh, 80s heavy metal in more of the Judas Priest, Iron Maiden kind of way with some doom and, and stoner metal aspects thrown in there as well. So uh, some pretty cool melodies as well. So my pick for June 23rd is that High Priest with Invocation. So that takes us to June 30th. New releases from Raven, Virgin Steel, Hellwitch, Throw the Fight, Before the Dawn, Night Legion, Death Ray Vision, Chakra. Did I mention Chakra already previously? In another week, or is the, uh, am I mixing two bands up here? <laughs> I can't remember now. There's so many. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Shatenman? Uh, <laughs> Orlisk? I mean, does that mean shitmen in in German? I don't know. No, I guess Scheiße's shit in German. Okay, my bad. Um, <laughs> EPs or singles that were released. Ayaton released a single. Cache, Oxblood Forge. Bunch of reissues. Two from Arch Enemy. One from Volbeat. Speaking of Danish bands. The Who, the Mongolian band, not the British band. And four from Pestilence. Compilations from the Melvins. And Violence. So for you, Jeremy, uh, who did you pick for June 30th? Yeah, there wasn't too much this week. I mean, that Ioton single I really liked. I think they're a band, you know, that I really do like when I listen to them and sit down and listen to them. So that was good. But it was only a single, so we're looking at albums. And I would say that there was only one that really stood out to me. And, of course, it was the very first one you mentioned, I think. It's the <laughs> uh, from Newcastle's finest athletic rock band, Raven, of course, because, you know, they're a band that I've followed um, throughout their career, really. And, they, you know, they, they really stick to their principles. I say they're the English equivalent of Anvil. You know what you're going to get with a Raven <laughs> album, and you get heaps of it on this. Uh, I mean, it's their 15th studio album now since 1981. And, the, of course, you get the rolling drums, the flashy guitars. You get that very high-pitched vocal. And it's all topped off these days with some, you know, really good production, which um, – you know, it, they keep the standards up on most albums. And it's a really cool one, this. I think there's some good songs on it. You know, you've got titles like Medieval, Surf the Tsunami, Edge of a Nightmare. And so you, you kind of know what you're going to get. It's very frenetic. It's melodic, but in no way balladic. And this is for you, you know, if you like that sort of stuff. And I do. I'd, I didn't think, though, I'd be extolling the virtues of a Raven album 42 years after I bought Rock Till You Drop. Um, but All Hell's Breaking Loose, which is what it's called, is definitely my album of the week. 
I would echo your sentiment. I, I, everything you said is, uh, is right on. Um, sounds really good, which I didn't expect. And I like your analogy of them being the British anvil. Uh, a lot of similarities there with uh-huh. the lyrics and the way that they really Raven is Raven, you know? So it's, it's pretty cool. And yes, I can confirm that chakra. I did mention them on June 2nd. So um, the disclosure here is that um, I'm sent dates and they change due to labels, management, bands themselves and i have no control over it so uh it either came out the 30th or the second don't hold that against me cool so um jeremy and i will be back actually shortly we're going to be doing a first half of the year recap live tomorrow night after recording this and possibly this will be released the morning of so if you're checking this out on friday the Friday night after this episode debuts on Friday the 28th, we'll be talking about the first half of the year. So if you want to chime in about some of your favorite albums that came out in the first half of the year, please join us. On that note, I'd like to uh, thank you for checking this episode out. Thank you, Jeremy, for joining us once again. And uh, we'll see you next time right here on Signals from Mars. See you. the show on all your favorite podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and more. Go to SignalsFromMars.com for more information. This concludes our show. 